Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I am your host, Tyler Kern. Powerful tools for collaboration and communicating with customers are absolute necessities for businesses today, and the emergence of COVID-19 has brought this even more into focus. And joining me to discuss an exciting new offering from a really dynamic partnership is Greg Zweig. He is the Director of Solutions Marketing at Ribbon Communications. Greg, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Absolutely. Just a little background on Ribbon Communications. They deliver global communication software and network solutions to service providers, enterprises, and critical infrastructure sectors. They help their customers modernize their networks for improved competitive positioning and business outcomes in today's smart, always-on, and data-hungry world. So, Greg, let's dive in. Ribbon Communications had some big news recently, uh, announcing a new joint offering with IBM. Tell me a little bit more about what Ribbon and IBM have partnered together to provide. Well, well, uh, thanks, Tyler. Uh, well, Ribbon and IBM have actually been working together for a number of years, and as a result of this COVID-19 situation, um, we were lucky enough to be able to come up with a way to be able to offer to uh, IBM customers uh, in no-charge cloud-based unified communications, uh, you know, licenses for our our smart office collaboration suite. So, uh, you know, as as, uh, as many companies are struggling and their employees are struggling to figure out how to work more effectively from home, uh, you know, having some free licenses and these are, are available through June 30th of this year really, you know, just helps bridge the gap between working in the office and working at home. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that you and uh, that, that Ribbon and IBM have been partnered together for, for quite a while. What makes them the ideal partner for this particular offering? And, and what makes working with them uh, so beneficial for everybody? Well, I think the, you know, the, the thing that's so incredible about IBM, the more time you spend with them, is you realize just how many businesses they serve and in so many interesting uh, uh, vertical markets and in so many geographies. Um, it's, it's not typical anymore. If you think about how uh, technology is acquired in a lot of cases around the globe, there's often lots and lots of players involved in sort of the supply chain. One of the things that makes IBM unique is the fact that a, a particularly a large company can sign up with IBM and literally IBM can support them anywhere on earth. And so uh, having that kind of scope and the kind of professional services organization that they have is really unique in the world. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, the name IBM also just carries so much weight, I, I think, when you hear it. And, you know, when, when we talk about remote work capabilities, they were perhaps previously viewed as maybe more of a luxury, um, but they've really become a necessity in the wake of COVID-19, like you mentioned. So how did you really work to craft solutions and how did you recognize the needs that businesses were having and how you at, at Ribbon Communications could help meet those particular needs? Well, you know, uh, um I don't know if I would define them as a luxury uh, so much as I would say that culturally, uh, a lot of organizations were struggling with how to implement remote working. Um, and so the technology, I think, is is fairly mature. I think we're lucky in, a, in, in some regards it is that mature. Uh, I think what we've seen with this particular you know, crisis is that people have finally understood what's available to them and that uh, and sort of culturally in that that we've had a forcing function that uh, you know that that's put put 
businesses and organizations in a position where they have to try it out uh, and they have to, to figure out how to how to make it part of their their business process. So I, I see as much less a, a, a technology paradigm shift as it is a, a working model or business model shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you give me some details? Just uh, tell me a little bit more about the unified communications and collaboration technology uh, that you offer and maybe what um, what kind of world it opens up to businesses uh, that, that, that employ this uh, this particular solution. Yeah. So uh, the, the tools that we deliver in combination with IBM is a really a full suite of of communication, business communication tools. Um, that, that sounds maybe redundant, but uh, basically if you think about the traditional PBX or the office phone system that people have had for years and years on their desk in the office, it's it's a cloud replacement for those traditional services. And then we layer on top things like the ability to integrate in your mobile phone. So the office phone number doesn't just ring on that 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 one device in your office, it's connected to your laptop, it's connected to your uh, mobile device. And then we extend that. So rather than just having the ability for you and I to talk, you know, as one-to-one, we can extend that out into work groups so that you can, you know, bring your coworkers into a meeting environment and have a, you know, a conference call or share content. And the, the idea behind it is to make that as seamless as possible. So it doesn't really matter where you're working or what modality that you want to use, whether it's voice or video or instant messaging, or you want to tie it together with email, however you need to communicate, um, you can go and structure that for that for the given moment, right? So it's designed to be both, uh, you know, uh, fluid and extemporaneous. Yeah, and that, that seamless experience, like what you talked about, seems like it would be a, a huge benefit to businesses as collaboration, um, you know, ha- has been kind of one of the, the business buzzwords uh, that, that businesses are always shooting for, more collaboration, uh, more freedom to, to communicate with one another. And this really feels like it enables that on a higher level, no matter where you are, which I think a lot of businesses are going to find really attractive. Well, it does. And it, it doesn't just solve the remote work problem, not to suggest that's not important, but but in addition, you know, we've work has changed a lot, right? I, I look at my own situation. I, I don't know about yours, but you know, I work with uh, my bosses in Texas, for instance. Uh, I have coworkers, you know, that are in a, in the, in Israel and the UK. So I, I, even if we all worked in the office, we're still remote from each other, right? So uh, and then of course, there's a whole issue of time zones, and you know, some of us work heavily with contractors who may not be you know, directly part of our organization. So the, the technology that we're delivering here really transcends the fact that we happen to be working from home, all working from home right now. It, it solves a whole series of sort of larger, uh, you know, uh, remote work environment challenges. Yeah, that, that's that's a really good point. And and one of the things that I've I've thought a lot about um, during this time is that the, there's a real sense that maybe business as usual post coronavirus looks different than it did before perhaps. Uh, do you believe that there will be, you know, added emphasis on tools and solutions that enable work from anywhere capabilities? I, I totally believe that. I think this is a watershed moment. And I, I kind of go back to the first comment I made. I think it it has a major cultural impact. On people, I think there are many people in many organizations who, um, you know, they had that terrible 
hour-long commute. I'm sure there's somebody who will be listening to this podcast who will be in the middle of that hour-long commute. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, maybe it's, it could even be longer than an hour. And, you know, they've been doing that because for whatever, not, not because their work couldn't be done from home or from somewhere else, but because culturally speaking, it was uh, you know, unacceptable not to be, not to have that FaceTime. And so I think what COVID-19 has done is it's proven to people, uh, you know, at, at all levels of an organization that, hey, you know what, we can do this. We actually already have the tools in place to make this happen. And you know what, I don't necessarily have to give up the, you know, the opportunity to go to a ball game at, at you know, 530, because there's no way for me to leave work early because that's what I would have to do because it's the middle of rush hour mm -hmm. to get to see my son or daughter play at 5.30, even though that's after work hours. So I think we're going to see a big change in, in expectations for both the employees themselves and their managers. I, I don't think we'll ever go back from that because this has proven to people, you know, uh, there's lots of ways to accommodate the, the, you know, a more flexible work environment. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And when you talk about ball games, you're you're speaking my language. And so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on that. And I'm very interested to see, you know, the 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 cultural shift that occurs as a result of this. Um, and one of the other things that I wanted to touch on and, and, and talk a little bit about was Ribbon's Carrier Grade Candy Unified Communications as a Service and, and what that provides for customers. Can you give me some details on that as well? Yeah, so the, the interesting thing about Ribbon, you know, sometimes when I when I say when people say, you know, what do you do when you get the, the question from a relative or at the cocktail party, and right. I, I start to talk about well, who Ribbon is, and they they kind of look at you and like, well, I don't know the name. Well, you know, the reason you don't necessarily Ribbon's not necessarily a household name. I I jokingly say that you know we're like the Wizard of Oz, we're the man behind the curtain. Right, so we build a lot of the core infrastructure that goes into large service provider networks. Uh, you know, it's it's all of the pieces that actually run the connectivity and, and all the services behind the scenes. And so, as a result of that, you know, um, what we've done for years and years is we've traditionally sold. Uh, to the service providers, and they then deliver the solution. But as the cloud has come into being over the last X number of years, we've also taken some of those same pieces of core infrastructure, we've delivered them as a cloud service. So we take them, we've, we've built them ourselves, and then we enable our customers to resell them. Because in some cases, that's a lot easier for them to to simply buy it pre-made than it is to go through the process of building it all and assembling it and then figuring out how to deliver a service. So really what, what Candy, which is our cloud brand, Ribbons Cloud brand is about, is providing an easier way for our customers, the service providers, the IBMs of the world, to be able to uh, deliver those services out to the end user without having to go through the, you know, the multiple steps. It's it, maybe another way to think of it is, you know, um, you could buy the bricks and build the house, or you can buy the house already done. And so, then in the case of in the case of ribbon, we sell the bricks and the mortar if you want to make your own. But if you want to buy a brick house, it's all complete. So that's what Candy's all about. Absolutely. You know, one of the things we that I've I've said and thought about quite a bit recently is just that that idea that uh, that education is a very high form of marketing, and that uh, if you can educate people on on 
um, on products, on solutions, on uh, on the thought leadership that exists within an industry, that it it, it can be a powerful driver um, for companies. And so I, I wonder, just when it comes to the solutions that you have, how powerful education has been for you over the last uh, several years, just as you've presented these solutions um, to your customers uh, to show exactly what's possible in the industry utilizing these types of tools. Well, I think you know, I think in some regard. Uh, I think it's been hard to educate people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think that this crisis actually, and it's a, it's the worst possible way to have done it, to be honest. Uh, but it, it, it serves to educate because people get exposure and then they start to ask questions and they see the power of being able to work from anywhere. The fact that they can, you know, they don't have to give out little things. Like if I have a solution like, like we deliver with candy and what we're working with IBM on is that I don't have to give out my personal cell phone number in order for somebody to contact me. Right. That might not seem important to some uh, of your audience, but many people recognize the fact that, you know, if they're in a job where, you know, they deal with the general public, they don't necessarily want somebody to have their personal number. So it's those, that that's the kind of things that people learn in this environment, that if you have that conversation sort of in the abstract, it doesn't really matter. But when you put millions and millions of people at home and they have to think, well, how do I reach out to this customer without using my personal phone number? without using my home phone number, it becomes very, very real and relevant. You know, we, we've touched on this a little bit uh, through various questions, but I, I want to ask it in a, in a more uh, summation type of format, just how you see uh, global communications and, and the software and the tools that you provide um, changing as a result of everything going on and maybe how you view uh, the way that things might look different five years from now than they than they currently do when it comes to uh, the way that people utilize communication tools and and solution software and things like that. Well, uh, one of the reasons we uh, uh, when you know Ribbon a number of years ago developed the whole Candy solution and the cloud solution was because uh, we started to see a paradigm shift, and it's I think we're early in the, in that shift, but you know today we still for the most part treat communications as a discrete activity. In other words, hey, I, I pick up the phone to call somebody or I, I pick up my mobile phone and I, I call them and I, or I text them or whatever the case may be. But little by little, we're seeing a shift. And I would say we, we've seen it more on the consumer side than we have on the business side, but we're seeing a shift where communications is just part of every uh business process. It's part of every application. So whereas once upon a time, we were in a situation where, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you went to a website, you went to the website and, you know, then when you wanted to call them, you had to go and pick up the telephone and dial an 800 number. We're getting to the point now where we're starting to see, and Ruben's certainly one of the folks working on those solutions where I can click and automatically start a voice call. I can escalate that into a video call. I can escalate that into a screen share. So the the idea of communications as a separate activity is really, we think is little by little gonna go away. And communications is just gonna be part of what we're doing. So if we're on a website, if we're in you know a business tool like Salesforce or we're in Outlook, and we want to talk to somebody, we just click on their name and suddenly we're connected by voice or video or what, and we can leverage all of the collaboration tools. So it's, it's no longer a discrete activity, if that, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder just as as we move forward and as businesses consider, okay, what does what does life look like for us post coronavirus, and how does you know the economy restart, and how do we um, adjust moving forward? That these solutions I think are are powerful drivers of that, and and will enable businesses to um, to achieve things that maybe they didn't think possible, and, and to help I suppose with that um, that reopening of the economy and that recovery from what coronavirus has been. Yeah, well, one of the things that it does is in a way it democratizes um, as these tools become become more ubiquitous. You know, we typically used to think of many of these sophisticated collaboration tools and other things. Oh, that that's you know that's the big business tool, right? You know, if you're if you're American Express, you can afford it, or you know, pick a big Exxon, whatever. But the reality is that these kinds of tools and the way they're developed and the fact that they're delivered from the cloud. You know, it, it's cost effective for even a small business to be able to start to use these tools. And that's that's very impactful, right? Because it gives that small business owner a way to connect with people that may not necessarily be in their town, right? Um, you know, they could be they could be thousands of miles away. I mean, how many how many people now run run a whole separate part of their business based on something like an Amazon or an eBay? Right. So the, these these communication tools and the ability to sort of connect people ubiquitously and they they deliver a lot more power than just the fact that you're making a phone call between two people they really change the way uh, you know they change uh, the ability for a local business to to reach out and touch customers no matter where they are on earth yeah do you view that as maybe one of the biggest um I guess the biggest revolutions that that has been brought about by by cloud technology that that ubiquitous ubiquitous connectivity that uh, that you described and that ability to reach out and, and to run businesses, um, you know, from thousands of miles away that that can still touch people and reach out to to customers. It, it is, and also the cloud has, you know, it, it it gives you economies of scale, right? So again, you know, the only way that used to happen is big company X had to spend millions of dollars. They'd start a multi-year program and, you know, you'd, you'd trial it and blah, blah, blah. Today's environment, you know, you can go up on the internet and grab a piece of cloud technology and buy one seat of it or five seats of it and and get the entire service set out of it for a reasonable price per month. And even if it's relative, and even some things which are, you know, still relatively expensive on a monthly basis, the value they deliver is so compelling that the expense isn't relevant, right? Because they're delivering a 10X or a 20X return on investment. So, I mean, that, that the cloud has totally changed the way in which those services are delivered. Now, at the same time, that's disruptive in its own right, because once upon a time, there were whole businesses predicated on building those individual assets for big company X, big company Y. And now those services are collapsed into into just a, a simple cloud service in many cases. So, Greg, if people are interested in learning a little bit more, uh, reading the press release and understanding a little bit more about Ribbon and IBM's solutions that you've partnered together to provide, uh, where can they go? Is there a website that they can uh, they can find more information? There is a website, and uh, we're going to challenge all of your podcast listeners because they'll probably need a pen by the time I'm done explaining <laughs> it. But it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, rbbn.com, so that's like Ribbon, rbbn.com forward slash IBM hyphen work at home and the at is the ampersand 
So uh, there'll be a test on that later. <laughs> well, well, we'll also include the link into the uh, into the the podcast description. So, uh, so if you're listening and you think I don't have a pen, I'm driving or or something like that, when you get to yeah. your destination, make sure you click on the link in the uh, in the podcast description, and it'll take you right there as well. Yeah, we don't we don't want them writing at the same time they're driving. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. No no writing and driving at the same time. Uh, well, his name is Greg Zweig. He is the Director of Solutions Marketing for Ribbon Communications. Greg, thank you so much for joining me today and talking a little bit more about this partnership that you formed with IBM and the products that you've created to help aid in collaboration and communication. Thanks very much, Tyler, for having me. I look forward to talking to you again soon. 